have a good mix of, of faculty that are research-based, that are industry-based. We have a combination of hands-on, classroom learning, and the internships. You just can't beat going out and working in the industry. That way, when you graduate, you're ready to perform. The opportunities for our students right now are almost limitless. From Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana, this is Techies Today, the Purdue Polytechnic Podcast. I'm John O. Mark Zimpfer is an assistant professor of practice in the School of Construction Management Technology. It's a long title, and Mark says what it means is... I'm an industry person with experience that, that came back to teach. Keeping connected with current trends and codes in the construction industry is important so that his students learn the latest techniques. Mark keeps up to date by remaining active in industry, and those connections have resulted in an opportunity to create a YouTube channel focused on construction education and career opportunities. Bridget O'Brien and I talked with Mark about how Purdue Polytechnic's Construction Management Technology Program provides students with plenty of real-world experience as it prepares them to be managers and leaders after graduation in a field that is undergoing incredible growth. For Mark Zimpfer, the construction industry is a family thing. I grew up in a construction family. Uh, my dad started and owned a construction company. Started in 1976. A lot of family members, uh, even in my wife's family, are all in construction. Architects, builders, you name it. So my brothers and I grew up in construction. 22 years ago, I became president of the company, and it's still in operation today. I like to stay in the field. Uh, that way, I know that when I'm in the classroom, I'm teaching the latest and greatest techniques, not something from five years ago or 10 years ago, but something that I might have just used the previous summer, uh, or whether it's codes or rules that we have to follow that, that I'm up to speed on the latest code book that Indiana would be using or a national code. So I enjoy teaching, but I also enjoy being out on a construction site and the creative side that that brings along. What first led you to move from industry into academia at Purdue? Well, growing up in a family business, I felt like I had a good grasp on the, the hands-on aspect. But I knew on the business side of things, I was only learning one way, and that was my father's way of doing things. And I wasn't saying that was wrong, but I was just curious if there was other ways to do things. So I came to Purdue to get a master's degree in construction management. I had a few industry uh, certificates that they asked if I would teach those while I was here. So that's kind of where the, the initial marriage happened. And then I enjoyed it so much uh, that when I, I finished, there happened to be a position available to apply for and, and I'll be ready to start my fourth year uh, here in about two weeks. What's your favorite part about, about your teaching work at Purdue? I think a lot of times it'll come back to the students. I love being in the lab because we try to make our construction lab as real world as we possibly can. We ramp up the pressure and timing. We introduce problems in the lab, uh, whether it's a, a mock weather 
a delay or maybe a language barrier issue. We try to make it as real world as we possibly can. But I think the thing I enjoy the most is I get a lot of students that will come and talk to me, whether it's about entrepreneurship, working in a family business, and they really want to sit down and kind of have a one-on-one -on -one conversation and, and share what their experience has been, maybe what issue they're running into, or in a lot of cases, it's, it's what issue they think they might run into in their future career. And, and that's probably been the most enjoyable part, especially when, when they leave here and still reach out to you a couple of years later to ask for advice or to run something by you. Then I feel like you, you kind of struck a chord and, and that's pretty gratifying. If you're a parent of a high school senior, an 18 year old who's thinking about coming to college versus going to one of the trade schools to get into the apprentice programs, I'm wondering, is there a, a single distinguishing feature of coming to get a construction management technology degree? You mentioned leadership and management. Is that what distinguishes the Purdue degree from going the trade school route? I think so. Uh, usually what we'll see in the construction management students is they are, I guess if we're going to look for a term, they're kind of the go-getters. They are the ones that are going to be leading out in front, and that's what we expect them to do. That's why we require the 800 hours of, of internship to graduate from the program. We set them up in our construction labs, uh, everyone gets an opportunity to lead. And even if it's a, a, a failure that day, we don't achieve our, our objectives, we can still learn a lot from that day, from their leadership style and how we can help them. Because the way the industry is now, they'll be running big projects in year two or three after they get their degree. And in many cases, they're gonna be leading tradespeople that might be twice their age or more. We have a lot of skilled trades that are in that 50 to 60 year old and up age range since we have such a deficit in the younger age range. So you're asking a 22 year old or 23 year old to go out and lead, in some cases, hundreds of tradespeople that are in their 50s and 60s. So they better be prepared to lead. And we're gonna prepare them here for that. Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna give them every opportunity to learn in the lab. We're gonna bring in industry partners to explain their experiences, and then we're going to make sure they have those opportunities during their internships. Why is there a shortage? Well, it, it's, it's multi-pronged, and a lot of different uh, trade organizations have looked at the shortage, and the best that we can figure out now is because the last couple of generations have been told the way forward is a college degree. And you'll go into a lot of schools and talk to parents and they say, well, it has to be a college degree or nothing. That's part of the, the, the issue. The other part is the, the construction bubble that we had back in 2008, 2007, 2008. That was for, let's say, the residential construction market. That was the worst market since the Great Depression. So right at that moment, and because it was so long, the construction recession lasted over four years in residential. The older tradespeople, some of them decided, I'm done, I'm going to retire and move on uh, because they didn't see an end. Those that had just entered the trades and maybe were only in their first or second or third year, all of a sudden didn't have work and decided this is not for me and, and neither one of those groups 
came back when the market recovered. So we've learned now that that was really kind of a banking crisis, a financial crisis that hit the mortgage industry for the residential market. But construction is cyclical. We know there's going to be another downturn. Typically, they only last months or a year, year and a half. But I think those two reasons are the primary reasons that we are in such a deficit right now. Let's talk about your YouTube channel initiative. You got a grant. Can you tell us about what the initiative is? Yeah, so uh, just over a year, well, about a year and a half ago, we received a grant from the National Housing Endowment. And they're a, a nonprofit foundation that, that looks for construction education opportunities. So we were lucky enough, uh, Purdue, our School of Construction Management Technology, was lucky enough and fortunate enough to get our second uh, what they call HELP grant, and that was for uh, $100,000 for a five-year program. Our program was to develop a YouTube construction channel curated by myself and some other faculty members for the purposes of education. So we've spent about the last year and a half game planning, working with industry partners, working on things like closed captioning, how we're going to translate, what we want the look videos to look like, the graphics packages, things like that. And our purpose of the channel is to capture uh, several things, careers in construction and all careers, not just out in the field, but careers that might be on the manufacturing side for construction materials, the supply side, the design side, home inspectors, city code officials, anything that would touch the residential construction market, we'd like to show an experience type video of somebody who currently has that position. The second part of that would be to show the phases of construction from the first day to the last day of a residential construction project. Everything from the foundations to the finishing touches, landscaping, things like that. So we wanna make sure that the videos are all high quality, that when someone lands in that package, they know that all the videos are gonna be of similar quality and content. We're excited to say that we're now up about 48 universities uh, that have pledged to use the channel in their classroom. There's a lot of, of uh, universities that don't have a construction lab like our program does. So when they talk about materials and methods of lumber and how to install the lumber, they have to watch a, a PowerPoint. Uh, so we want to give them another tool to use. Since we've gotten into the program, we've now decided that another approach would be to reach out to our middle schools and high schools around the country. So we've worked with the CTE programs, the Career and Technical Education. We've got uh, a very strong interest here in the state of Indiana, uh, roughly about 138,000 students, uh, the teachers in those classrooms that are very interested in using the channel. And then we're working with them. We've made some uh, inroads nationally about hopefully being able to bring some of these videos to the classrooms nationally. We'd like to build a curriculum as part of the videos as well. That's a lot of the feedback that we've received uh, that, that the videos are going to be beneficial and allow the instructor to then add to the conversation that's going on in the classroom, but they'd like a little bit of a curriculum and an assessment tool built into the back of each video. So that's another component that we're currently working on. Have you started filming for the YouTube yeah. Yet. We began filming at our last career fair, grabbing young professionals uh, from the companies that came to hire our students. We will also be interviewing all of our students when they return from their summer internships. 
And I'm excited to say that, that we've picked up an additional sponsor. Scott Wentz is the founder of Builders Bridge, a nonprofit in North Carolina. He's also an executive with True Homes. They're the largest private home builder in the Carolinas. He's very excited about our project. He has offered not only financial support, but we will be traveling to him in the next few weeks. They build 300 houses a year in the Charlotte area, and we're gonna use that as the backdrop for our video footage. That way we have a lot of houses in a very small area. So we're planning on a seven day shoot in Charlotte. Builders Bridge is a wonderful organization that's trying to bridge the gap between educational possibilities and real builders who are trying to make a difference. So we're very excited to be teamed up with Scott and his group. Tell us about internships. Mm -hmm. And I'd also like to hear about your career fairs. Uh, so with our students, we require the 800 hours of internship. Some of our students might do an internship every summer with the same company. A lot of our students like to try different avenues, whether it's a commercial contractor or a residential contractor or MEP, which is a mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. So we encourage them to explore, to see what part of the industry that they might like. And we're even having students that are incoming freshmen that are doing an internship before they arrive to us their freshman year, the fall of their freshman year, which is really exciting because now they come to us with a little more terminology base, a little bit of experience, and they get to hit the ground running even faster. So we're hoping to grow that part of the program. Students who do that, is it called a pre-turnship? That's a great name. I'm going to steal that. Okay. So. Do other universities have that opportunity, or is that a Purdue thing? That was a Purdue thing that was started with our Construction Advisory Council, our CAC. We have about 70 companies that are members of our Advisory Council to help with curriculum ideas, to help with the internship program. All of those companies will be at our career fair and more. Last fall, our fall career fair is generally a little bigger because they want to line up their interns for the following summer. We had 191 companies at our fall career fair. To our knowledge and our research, we are the largest construction career fair uh, at a university in the United States. What makes it techy? What makes it tech heavy? What, what makes it different? What makes it Purdue? I think the, the, the idea of the construction industry, when you talk construction with somebody, they automatically picture dust and a shovel or a hammer. And yes, we do do that. But the technology involved in construction is rapidly changing. Surveying, for instance, has gone from handheld instruments in the last few years to surveying by drones no people on the ground other than the drone operator. The level of sophistication we use with virtual reality and building information modeling where we build the building inside a computer program to look for issues before we go build it in the field. We are a tech heavy industry and we have a a lot of room to grow. You're going to see tremendous changes in the construction industry based on technology because of the lack of manpower uh, and because technology is rapidly changing and looking at the construction industry as an area of need. And what makes construction and the School of Construction Management Purdue? It's our alumni. 
We have such a strong network. We have a great following. That's why we have so many companies in our CAC. I sat in on a construction uh, meeting today for a new building for Polytechnic, and the company that will be building that building, many of their employees came through our School of Construction Management Technology. So we have a strong following. They are very encouraged by what we're doing, and they're also willing to lend a hand and help continue keep the program at a high level. I'd like to ask you a question that we usually ask undergraduate students. The question that we ask them, and I'll ask you, is what would you tell a high school student who is considering coming to Purdue Polytechnic to major in construction management technology? I would tell them, be excited. It is, it is such an ever-changing technology, and I think we have a good mix of, of faculty that are research-based, that are industry-based. We have a combination of hands-on, classroom learning, and the internships. You just can't beat going out and working in the industry as you're learning about the industry. That way when you graduate, you're ready to perform. It's an exciting field and we all know that the need is not going away. We know that there's infrastructure that has to be replaced in the United States. We're in a housing shortage right now. We have our baby boomers retiring in droves, so the need for 55 and older and healthcare construction, wherever you turn, there is a need. So it's a, it's, a, it's a fascinating career. It's a career that you can shift lanes uh, depending on what you're interested in, but still stay under that umbrella of construction. I, I've, I've loved every minute of my career in construction, and, uh, and I know they will too. What type of projects, you had mentioned aging baby boomers and the need for healthcare facilities. What are the hot projects that students coming into this industry will work on? Yeah, the opportunities for our students right now are almost limitless. We are sending students to work on uh, massive bridge projects and road replacement projects. I mean, everyone laughs, you know, summer is road construction time, and it is. Uh, but we know that, uh, uh, I, I believe the number is somewhere north of 70% of the bridges in the United States are in need of repair or replacement. So there's a strong need in that kind of heavy civil uh, type of construction project. But the need is across the board. If we have a specialization, there is a need. The specialization in our program is there because the industry has said there is a need. So right now we specialize in heavy civil, commercial construction, healthcare construction, residential construction, MEP, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing, as well as disaster uh, restoration. So our students can go down a wide variety of paths in this industry. Right now our students are interning uh, almost as far as you can imagine. We have interns in Alaska, Hawaii, all over the United States. Some are interning here on campus. It really depends on which company they, they chose an internship with. When they graduate, they head all over the world. Some of the CAC members, some of the companies that come to our career fair are international builders, and we have students that'll end up on a liquefied natural gas import-export terminal on the other side of the world. So they can be involved in these massive uh, infrastructure projects or they might be returning to work in a family business. So it's, it's really interesting to see where they all head off to. 
It's Techies Today, the Purdue Polytechnic podcast, and we're visiting with Mark Zimpfer about construction management technology. If there used to be a more typical high school student who came to Purdue to study construction management, Mark says that the field is more diverse today. In the past, many students in the program grew up in and around the industry, but Mark says many of today's students get their first industry experience through our construction management program. The number of young women in the program has been on the rise as well. They are doing very well in the industry. They are being very well received, and we're very excited about the the progress that's being made there. Uh, And again, I think that kind of goes back to the technology side of construction. It's not just dirt and dust and noise. It's technology, it's design, it's being able to blend all that together for a successful project and being detail-oriented, and we're really seeing the student makeup start to change, I think, based on the needs of the industry. And Mark says that Purdue's new Engineering and Polytechnic Gateway Complex, a new $140 million facility that's being built around the west and south sides of Kanoi Hall, will provide many new opportunities. It's a game changer for the School of Construction Management Technology. The really exciting thing is our construction lab will nearly quadruple in size. That's kind of been a a limiting factor. We run construction labs in our current lab from 7.30 in the morning until 5.20 at night, only a couple of 10-minute breaks during the day. So to have more space to be able to do our electrical and plumbing in the same lab, in the same room where we're doing the construction, is really going to open a lot of doors for that continuity where we can build a structure, we can put the mechanical and electrical and plumbing in the structure, We can even do some design finishes on the structure before we tear it down and start over the next semester. So we're very, very excited. It's uh, really going to open up some avenues for some growth in our department, but just to have a little bit of elbow room, do some bigger projects in the building. So it's definitely exciting times. That's Mark Zimpfer. Assistant Professor of Practice in Purdue Polytechnic's School of Construction Management Technology. Once it's available, we will link to Mark's YouTube channel on our website in this episode's hot links. Go to polytechnic.purdue.edu slash techies today and look for episode nine. Next on the podcast, Rosemary Aztimer. Assistant Professor of Practice in Computer Graphics Technology, who posts pre-recorded lectures online and then is present in her students' lab sections in West Lafayette via video link from Boston. There's always a couple that have a hard time with the format, but really the majority likes it because they can watch the information, the materials, when they're ready to learn. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be in a lab at 7.30 in the morning. They can fit it in when they have the time. They can watch it more than once if they need to. That's next on Techies Today. Our podcast is produced at Purdue University in Purdue Polytechnic's Office of Marketing Communications. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Tech Purdue. And the podcast is on Twitter and Instagram at Techies Today. Contact us via email to techiestoday at purdue.edu. 
Our executive producer is Melissa Templeton. And I'm John O, the podcast's editor and producer. Thanks for listening. That's what's happening for Techies Today. <laughs>